Welcome to this week's episode of Invading Headspaces with your host, Michael Thomason. Each week, a special guest and myself will talk about the growing trends in the world of sports social media and its impacts on performance anxiety and professional athletics as a whole. Welcome to Invading Headspaces. Hello and welcome to this third episode of Invading Headspaces with your host, Michael Thomason. Last week, it was special guest Chris Dondro and myself talking about the NBA social media. This week, special guest J.D. Kutschday and I will be analyzing MLB social media with the postseason right around the corner. In today's episode, we will talk about the latest trends in MLB social media, including Instagram, X, Snapchat, and Facebook. J.D. and I will talk about what makes MLB players tick and what the reasons are behind the lack of publicity around MLB players' mental health. J.D. and I will talk about what the MLB is doing through its social media outlets to look out for its players and accommodate their mental health. In other sports, such as basketball and football, mental illness is more common. However, in the MLB, this is less common. Throughout today's episode, we'll be describing why exactly that is. Towards the end, we will focus on the rules the MLB has in place regarding social media. You're listening to the Invading Headspaces podcast with Michael Thomason. Looking for a new podcast to listen to? We'll check out Basketball and BS with Jarrett Ray and Chris Donsero. This show is giving you everything NBA on and off the court. So, if you're a basketball fan, go check out Basketball and BS with Jarrett Ray and Chris Donsero. Find Basketball and BS on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Invading Headspaces podcast with your host, Michael Thomason. And today, joining me is former lacrosse player J.D. Kutsta. How are you doing today, man? Dude, I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to today, talking about mental health. You know, It's a big one that even I've suffered with. Of course, so, of course. For all the people out there who uh, don't necessarily know who you are just yet, please give me a little brief description of who you are. So I'm J.D. Kuchta. Um, I'm a fifth year here at Piedmont, um, finishing up my last semester now. I played lacrosse here for three and a half years, and uh, academics got, got in the way. You know, academics come before sports, so had to step away from the game, and now I'm just living my life. J.D., um, we've known each other for a while, obviously, and yeah, I've always yeah. known you to be a diehard Yankee fan, which is why I wanted you on the podcast when we focus on the MLB and social media and this is mainly just what my whole topic's been about throughout this whole semester. It's going to be the pro sports primarily. Next week we'll be talking about college football and co- college athletics in general and how that can impact. But most of the time we're going to be focusing on the MLB and NBA and NFL. And I wanted you on the MLB because I know you're such a big Yankee fan. They're not doing too well right no, now. No, they're not. <laughs> not at all. They're not doing too well right now, but I've always known you to be a big MLB fan in general. So... We're going to be talking about today, we're going to be talking about the rules the MLB has in place for social media. We're also going to be talking about why we don't really see too many MLB athletes coming out with their MLB, with their mental health struggles, right? So Very right on that one. I mean, you can go ahead and take it. I just wanted to jump in real quick and say, could could it be that they're just playing it off as regular injury? I don't know. I mean, you do see, especially this time of year with the, with the MLB, with the with 162-game schedule, you're starting to see a lot of players either sit out that aren't really, when their team's not in contention, or 
MLB teams resting players for the postseason. You're seeing it with the Braves. You're seeing it with the Dodgers right now. But you don't really see too many players going on the disabled list with their MLB with their uh, with their mental health issues, rather. And um, I was just wondering because we, when we talk about the other sports, we talk about the NBA, we talk about the NFL. There's big names like there's Zion Williamson, there's Kevin Love, there's Paul George, Demar Derozan, other names that I've researched and been able to f- research and find out. I'm not. I'm having a hard time finding out the MLB side of it. With the MLB side, I think I, I was doing a little research too uh, to get prepared for this um, podcast. And uh, so far for this season, three players apparently have uh, gone to the injury list for mental health reasons: Oakland A's reliever Trevor May, Detroit Trevor May. Tigers outfielder Austin Meadows, and uh, the Rockies closer Daniel Bard. All I've- of them occurred around beginning of the season in May. And Daniel Bard is, is kind of an interesting story because I remember reading on him with the yips, and he was, he was out of the game for a while, I think four or five, four or five years maybe with the yips. If for people who are not familiar with the yips, it's, a, it's when a pitcher cannot throw strikes anymore. He pretty much can not, – nothing's wrong with his body necessarily, but he just can't – he has a mental block on his ability to throw strikes. And you see that happen a lot in baseball, especially in college with me being a – college baseball pitcher I've, I've done it before I've had it before where I just get on the mound and whatever for whatever reason I just can't throw strikes can't and you're in the zone yeah you see it you see it more often in pitchers when they're not pitching as well T- tell me those names again it was Trevor May it Daniel tre- Bard Trevor May Daniel Bard and Austin Meadows yeah two Alfred. two out of those three are pitchers yeah and Austin Meadows was is a really good player former all-star less three or four years ago in the running for the all-star award being in the all-star uh, conversation, rather, but you haven't really seen him do too well in these past couple of years. And we talked about last week um, with Chris Donzaro how when you're put on such a high pedestal by social media, and we're talking about the NBA last week, but when it comes down to the MLB, it's the same thing. I mean, some of those people that are put on high expectations, um, for example, like, do you th- – I. It might not have been a problem, but he might have been low-key suffering with it. Last season, Aaron Judge, when he was getting really close and close to that record, a lot of social media people were reporting on him. Do you think he might have, or some in like the back of his head might have been happening? Or I don't know. I mean, Aaron Judge being such a a lot of a lot of Yankees fans look at him as a savior. So whatever he does, the the Yankees are going to follow, and. When you've seen the Yankees been be good in the past couple of years, it's mostly because of Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton and the main three guys. They're doing the best they can. And when all of a sudden Aaron Judge is not playing well, that's when you start to see the Yankees go down and struggle struggle a little bit more. And we talked about Trevor May. Trevor May is one of those guys who, being traded from the New York Mets, I was I followed him a lot when he was on the New York Mets, me being a Braves fan. Um, but when he was on the New York Mets and being traded to the Oakland A's, one of the worst teams in the league, I would go out and say they are probably are the worst team in the league, to be honest with you, rebuilding team. Um, when you do get traded to a team that's not doing as well, that can impact your mental health, especially if you're one of those players who wants to win right now. I mean, you know, winning is such a big, important part of every MLB team. Um I think mental health comes into it when you're eventually, you know, you're on that losing streak. But also at the same time, I feel like that helps because it 
pushes you a little bit to finally like break out and have a good game that will help your team or and it's not just something that you'll just wallow in for me it's the 162 game season right i mean you're playing every day you're playing nine innings a day that's two to three hours they've shortened they've shortened the games with the time clock and everything but being able doing you're doing it on the calculator right now but um, being able to play those games takes a lot out of you. It really does. And it takes a l- so much out of you mentally and physically throughout those games. 1,458 innings in a season. And that's just the minimum. That's not even going into extra innings. That's not even talking about, you know, say the game, for example, goes 13. We've seen it this year already. I'm 1,458, that's a lot of innings. Yeah, and going back to Daniel Bard and Trevor Mays just for one second before we take a quick break, um, two relief pitchers, two starting pitchers who know, don't even necessarily know their, role, know their role on a consistent basis. A starting pitcher knows he's going to go out there and pitch every fifth day, right? A relief pitcher is oftentimes thrown into the fire, um, not really able to prepare himself mentally for a game necessarily as a starting pitcher would, and that can have an impact also in baseball as well, especially – when you have to prepare every day like you're going to go through an, a real, an actual game and prepare yourself mentally, even though you might not even actually play that day, right? you, you got to be prepared like in that sense. Like who knows, maybe you'll get it today, maybe you'll get it tomorrow, three days from now, four even. You never know exactly when you're going to hit the mound. Exactly. Well, after this short break, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the, the rules the MLB has in place for social media and their social media relationship. You're listening to J.D. Kusta and Michael Thomason on this Invading Headspaces podcast on Spotify and all other platforms. Looking for a radio show? Well, I know a really good one, and it's... Tune into Wig Up with J. Ray and A.B. every Friday morning at 9 sharp for the latest world news, celebrity gossip, and the hottest hip-hop and R&B hits you could ever ask for. So be sure to check out Wake Up every Friday morning, only on WPCZ, LPFM, Demarest, Z98.7 FM, the student-run radio station at Piedmont University. Welcome back to Welcome back to Invading Headspaces podcast with Michael Thomason and J.D. Kutsta. J.D., before the break, we talked about Daniel Bard, Tre- Trevor May, and um, was it Austin Meadows also. Austin Meadows is not, uh, grew up not too far from here, and Grayson, um, I remember watching him play in high school. It's just interesting to see the lack. I mean, there's only three. There's only three out of a roster of 25 people. That we know of. That we know of, exactly. So, I mean, who's to say that there aren't more, more athletes out there struggling who just don't want to come forward and acknowledge it? Yeah, like I said, I mentioned it in the beginning of the podcast. Um, who knows? Maybe they're just playing it off saying, oh, I need to go – I need a mental health break, but they're playing it off as a regular injury. Right, you know, of like, course. Oh, he has, he's got a hurt shoulder, you know, something like that. Maybe it's mental health. That just raises another question for some of the players that – some of your favorite players that you might see who are injured. And correlating into social media, MLB I – mean, MLB, just like any other major sports league, has their rules for what they can post and what they can't post on social media, Right. And this whole podcast has been how does social media impact mental health, right? And social media, 
I mean, we spend so much time on social media, and athletes are no different. Athletes, when they get done with their games, when they get done with their job, they call it their job, but it's really they're playing a nine-inning game every day. They go home and they go back to go home to their they go home to their homes and they scroll through social media just like we do. So, and I, I'm not trying to be the Debbie Doubter here of you know what social media can and can't do. It's good for a lot of things, you know, like brand promotion stuff like that. It's good when used correctly, but there are also times when social media I know can very and heavily negatively influence your mental health, and it's one of the leading causes to this day of it. Yeah, I mean, the rules of social media for the MLB are similar to the NBA and the MLB. I'm looking at it now. The main thing is by posting, reposting, or submitting user content to the MLB network social media posting, you agree that we can use the the user content in part and full. So basically what that means is when you post something with the MLB tag or the MLB hashtag, you're giving them the right to post, to have ownership of that post also. And defame, abuse, harass, stalk, threaten, or otherwise will otherwise violate the legal rights. So basically, you have to be careful what you post when you post about the MLB, and that that makes sense. I mean, to the, to a certain dis, um, yeah. I mean, the publish uh, you can't anything defamatory, infringing, obscene, you know, indecent, misleading, just all the typical stuff that's just you being a good person. Um, now this goes to say or in show, do things make, maybe slip through the cracks, but this is just for the players. This isn't for the news networks that you can find. For example, I'm going to use the, you know, I'm a Yankees fan. Use the Yankees as an example, like a bunch of Yankees fan pages out there that even I follow to see news and, um, of the sort and. That doesn't go this uh, it doesn't prevent them from posting stuff like that right I mean you looked at you look at all the posts on social media about the MLB it's just you don't really because you see a lot of content about the NBA and the NFL through its players and through its teams especially like the MLB now you don't really see too much especially when I go through my feed I'm a big MLB fan I like MLB posts all the time I like NBA and NFL also but the majority is NBA NFL NBA NFL NBA NFL and MLB is really kind of taking a backseat to those two teams, especially in their social media prevalence. And I want to I want to ask you this question: Is that lack of social media prevalence in the MLB a good thing for its players? It could be a good thing for its players, and it could be a reason why we don't see as many athletes, major star athletes, come out with social media with with social media issues and their mental health. You know, I I really believe that it is one of the reasons why that we don't see a lot of it. But there could also be things in the background on why we don't see a lot of players in the MLB coming out and talking about their mental health issues. I say it's a good thing because, one, as I mentioned before, it's one of the leading causes of a bunch of mental health issues such as anxiety, depression. Um, That's just two of them to name the many different prevalent ones that you can find. But... I, I believe that not having a high presence of on social media might be a good thing for the MLB. Yeah, and me and me and Chris last week we talked about Zion Williamson. The guy has five point three million followers on Instagram. Obviously one of the major major basketball players that we've seen in the major in the last couple of years. And he still stug- struggles with 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 mental health as well. So just to say that you have a big following on, on 
social media and everybody believes you to be the man, that doesn't make you immune to anything as far as mental health. I could say the um, – I'm going to jump to a different sport real quick. Uh, NHL, you look right. at hockey, a lot of those players don't have social media. Yeah. And you rarely see hockey players coming out f- with mental health issues. It's kind of similar to the MLB. Yeah. I mean, with the, with the MLB postseason ramping up, this is, the most, this is the most important part of the season. And with the MLB season being so long, think about it. You start spring training in March – and you play pretty much hard as you can play from about March to about September, October, every single year. And the good teams, even November, right? And that's pretty much your whole year, whereas you look at you look at the NBA, you look at the NFL, you look at the NHL, where it's more, all right, the, the, the NFL season just started a few, few weeks ago. It's going gonna, it's gonna to run to about February. Right? Well, I'm still that, about February with the Super Bowl. Exactly. So significantly shorter. Significantly I mean, hockey. Shorter. Hockey. I will say is up there too with the length. Uh, I think I did the math a little while ago, and it was like a 128 game season if you make the playoffs and you play game seven consistently. I mean, and then we're we're even bringing in another beast now with the MLB and the NHL and NBA with series. Right. Beginning the series. All right. It's not that much stressful but it could be but me and you can't talk on that we've never been in a situation of like a game seven exactly and oftentimes you'll see in those big moments in those game sevens you'll see players turn their social media off you'll see mlb mlb teams post little as possible until after the game is over or after the fact maybe two or three days later until after the game is over to kind of give their players ability to zone in on what's going on and we talked about last week in the NBA, the NBA doesn't let their players use social media for 50, 45 minutes before the game. And that, that might be a good, good strategy for the MLB to adopt, especially even before the game. When you think about it, it's like you think about it, it's not that big of a deal when 45 minutes is majority, – majority that's the time when you're preparing for the game anyway. But, yeah, I mean, the MLB does have – kind of less of an issue with social media that I've seen um, in relation to the, all the other sports. But, it'll, I mean, it's good to see sports, especially like the MLB, who are monitoring their social media and how it impacts mental health. I mean, yeah, I, I do agree. I do like how the MLB's kind of keeping social media so tightly knit and well-regulated. Um, the defame, abuse, harass, stalk, threaten, that's ju- that just – goes without saying but i feel like the mlb does have very harsh and repercussions if you were to do something like that of course of course well jd i've uh i've appreciated having you on this uh this third episode of invading headspaces we, we might could get you on later on um later on throughout the series but i think it's been great um we got a lot of a lot of really good interesting takes on the mlb um, I'm praying for the Yankees, man. I'm praying for the Yankees for next year for you. I appreciate it. It's been a blast. Thank you, Michael. Look forward to if I have the chance coming back on. You've been listening to the Invading Headspaces podcast with special guests J.D. Kuchta and Michael Thomason. Looking for a new podcast to listen to? Well, check out Basketball and BS with Jarrett Ray and Chris Donsero. This show is giving you everything NBA on and off the court. So, if you're a basketball fan... Go check out Basketball MBS with Jarrett Ray and Chris Donsborough.
Find Basketball and BS on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the Invading Headspaces podcast with Michael Thomason. Make sure to join us this time next week wherever you get your podcasts as me and special guest Nathan Mix will be talking about how mental illness among professional athletes can manifest in college athletics. We will analyze college athletics and its relationship with Instagram, X, and other social media platforms. Make sure to tune in for this fourth installment in this 12-part podcast series. This has been Invading Headspaces with your host, Michael Thomason. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Invading Headspaces with Michael Thomason. Make sure to tune in next week wherever you get your podcasts as another special guest and I will be talking about social media and its growing power in the world of professional sports. This has been Invading Headspaces and I am Michael Thomason.